Hi everyone, I'm Chris from God's Force, and today I want to talk about secular TV. Should we as Christians watch secular TV or not? If you look at like a normal romance comedy or whatever, it's uh, sometimes it's it's a married wife, and um, she lost a lover that she that she never was able to be with years ago, and then she decided to marry someone else, and then eventually they they meet again, and um, you are so emotionally attached to this woman and um, in her situation, and the husband doesn't even give time to her, so you. You, you start to have compassion for her and you start to feel sorry for this woman, right? And then um, she meets this guy that she, uh, her lost lover years ago or whatever, and then they reconnect somehow and um, all of a sudden, you know, adultery doesn't seem like a bad idea. It actually seems like hmm, this might be uh, the route that she should go and we start applauding it because we, we are so emotionally attached to that character at that moment and um, we start to our morals start to um, fade away you know our christian or christianity you know the, the morals that we base on christianity starts to fade away and we start to um, actually applaud adultery i mean that to me is um it's a bad message to send to anyone that you yeah you're allowed to cheat on your husband because he doesn't he doesn't give you time or you're allowed to cheat on your wife because um she doesn't do it for you anymore, whatever. And um, the thing is, is, at the end of the day, that's the message that we that we receive out of those movies, and um, we think it's fine, you know. It's just movies, it's just entertainment, you know. It's just a, it's just a story. But the thing is, is we must we must think about how does it really affect us and in our decision making, and how does it affect our children if they had to watch a movie like that, will they get confused? Um, about life choices and um, when it comes to choosing good from evil will they get confused and um, think but why they are doing it so it should be fine with for me you know and um, a lot of our decisions if we think about it a lot of the things that we decide to do at the end of the day are basically based on what we see um, you know if you look at the news for instance and we see all these negativity going around and um, you know, and sometimes it's one race based, so we feel like um, we have the right to be racist or we have the right to be violent or we have the right to speak out against our neighbors with hatred. And that's not what God wants at the end of the day. And that's, it's kind of a way that we can, we, we can be negatively affect, uh, be affected by, um, by media. And um, we have to be careful as Christians what what we allow ourselves to be associated with. I mean, if you think about another uh, another example of secular TV, is is normally, you know, if you think about a teenager movie, it's normally the cool guys, you know, or the cool people. Are uh, they drink and they fornicate and um, they have all these love triangles going on, and the guys always have all these women around them, or vice versa, and the geeks. You know, the people that actually want to study to become something, the people that actually want to, um, you know, be something in this world, they, they are seen as these geeks. And these geeks always try to be um, the cool guys, you know, they always try to be the cool ones. And um, 
And what a twisted message to send out. I mean, okay, so if you don't drink and fornicate and uh, drop out of school, basically, because I never see them study anything in those movies, then that's being cool. Uh, I mean, isn't that uh, against what we as society should applaud? I mean, if you think about it, if everyone lives that way, we're not going to have people that actually can do anything because they will be so, they will actually be so dumb because of all the drinking and fornication, what, 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 never study anything. And then they, what, they stay at the parents' house forever. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's been cool. Right on, man. And then, um, and another, another example is, is the married guy versus the unmarried guy or the guy that isn't married yet. Um, normally in movies where, where the one friend is married and the other friend is not married, the, the friend that's married is always portrayed as this, um, you know, he messed up, you know, he made the wrong choice. I mean, getting married, how stupid can you be? You know, and, um, the guy that's not married is always having all the fun, you know, he's always being with and sleeping with all, so many women and stuff and what. So that's, that's not cool, you know, to fornicate and to, you know, become so disgusting. Sorry, in my opinion, it's disgusting to sleep around like that. That to me is disgusting. And, um, I mean, people portray this married life as this ball and chain thing. They really do, especially in movies. It's just like, it's this thing that you always see. It's the same thing that you always see right through all the movies. Um, especially when it comes to comedies and stuff. And, um, so the thing again there is, is they put a negative message on marriage. They put a, put a negative thing on marriage and trying to tell you that it's actually better not to be married. It's cooler and more fun not to be married in the first place, you know, fornicate and, you know, have a lot of relationships and enjoy life, you know, like they say, life is short, so enjoy it, it's like, okay, cool, you know, uh, getting AIDS makes it shorter, just saying, anyway, so, um, so the thing is, is we need to think about the messages that we take in, you know, as adults or um, for our children, I mean, a lot of times we watch movies with our children and we tell them to close their eyes, but I mean, they can still hear, okay, what's going on, and that plays in their subconscious. Its walls will stay stuck there. Um, and not just that, it's just it's one day they will actually go and look for that movie because they remember mom or dad said, you know, there are scenes that you shouldn't see. They become curious. So they want to see those scenes. And especially, especially with today's movies, um, there's always these sexual scenes as well. It's, uh, you know, it's like, why? Why why put that in there? You know, it's a movie, it's to show them making love. It's like, nonsense. It's not to show them making, it's to, it's to um, create that um, sexuality thoughts in in us all, you know? That's, um, you know, when it, when it comes to real life, you have to make love with passion, you know? And, and that's how sex is supposed to be. And then you're like, okay, but I'm married, my sex is not like that anymore. So, so what is going on? Nothing is going on. Nothing is going on, all right? There's nothing romantic about two people having sex on the TV. There's nothing romantic about it, okay? So so don't even look at that and think to yourself, there's something wrong with your sex life, because there isn't, okay? It's just, again, the, way, the, the devil trying to confuse you, trying to tell you that, hey, you're doing something wrong, or hey, you're missing out on something. You're not. The devil is always a liar. Remember what happened to Adam and Eve. He told Eve that you are missing out, you know, God knows that you, you're going to become like him if you eat this fruit and uh, this fruit and everything. And what happened? They got kicked out of the, the Garden of Eden because they listened to 
the devil. Okay, and this is exactly what's happening. Is the devil is trying to tell us something. Okay, he's, he's bombarding us with all these ideas about this new age ideas and how we as a new people should be living. But remember, he's the serpent of old, right? Okay, so he's in existence for for millions and billions of years. Okay, he has been here since the beginning of time, probably. Okay. So the thing is, is, I mean, he knows exactly how to get us where he wants us to be. And um, not just that, his, his goal is always the same. Nothing has changed, okay? He's not going to come out of the of hell one day and say, Hi, I'm your friend, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stand there with you on judgment day. Don't worry, I'm, I got you. No, right? Because he's also going to be judged and he's going to be thrown in the lake of fire. And we don't want to go that route, right? So we need to cleanse ourselves of these the gunk of the world we need to free ourselves you know and that's as part of the process of becoming a holy people as part of the process of of renewing one's mind is to stay away from the things that's trying to change your mind you know it's trying to change your mind from what is right and what is wrong they mock jesus and they they use his name in vain and you know it's it's just like a complete free for all when it comes to movies and we sit there we watch it as entertainment and um, even in movies, they will always make the Christians look the, like weaklings, you know? They will make us look like we are so weak, you know? It's like when someone says, it's like, oh, we're not used to that. Oh, no, please, like, holy water, holy water. You know, we, stuff like that. It's like, seriously? I mean, if you if you see sin, okay, and you're, you're a Christian, right? And if you see sin, will you be, like, shocked? You won't be shocked. You will actually be sad for that person, not be shocked. You won't be like, oh, no, I can't see this. Oh, please cover me. Come on. Right? We are not weak. All right? It doesn't take a weak person to say no to the flesh. It actually takes a stronger person to say no to your flesh. Because your flesh is the thing that you deal with on this earth. Right? It's, it's your worst enemy. is your flesh. So it takes a very strong person to take persecution, to lose friends, and to, to uh, fight your own flesh every day. Because we do. Every thought, every day all day 24 7 it's a non-stop until we go to heaven and then we are completely free right so the thing is is we are not weak but they betray us as weak they betray us as these weaklings and we are just just mental we just want to judge everything we just want to judge everyone but we have to spread the gospel right we have to tell our brothers and sisters especially our brothers and sisters in christ we have to tell each other you know listen what you're doing there is wrong you know we need to rectify this just like paul did with the corinthians he, he told them about the immoral sexuality that was um, going on in their congregations and they didn't get rid of it because they assumed that the love of god and the grace of god will just cover their sins paul said you need to deal with it you need to get it out of your um, midst you need to get it out right okay so that's what we need to do is just we need to get this stuff out of our lives we need to get it out we can't live with it. And the other thing is, is I mean, if you think about 90% of those movies and those series, I mean, Game of Thrones, really? Game of Thrones? Okay. It's like magic and witchcraft and everything. Oh, but it's good, you know, overcoming evil, you know? Yeah, great. Okay. And that makes it right. So two wrongs make a right, right? Okay. Come on. You know, stop stop lying to yourself and stop deceiving yourself you know it's it's time that we stand up it's time that we stand up as christians we need to be different we need to be set apart we need to get this crap out of our life because that's what it is it's crap what is it teaching you what what is it teaching you anything that you're gonna that you're gonna use in life is it making you productive in any way is it making you a better person in any way what is it doing really 
and um, I mean it's full of witchcraft and the things that I've heard because I've never watched it myself but the things that I've heard and some of the adverts that I've seen um, regarding Game of Thrones it's just it's like a it's how can I say it? it's like soft porn so to speak you know and then it's all this witchcraft and what 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 so I mean it's wrong in so many levels okay and we watch that and we say no it's entertainment so let me ask you okay if it's entertainment Will Jesus sit next to you and be entertained by it as well? Will he watch that show or watch that movie with you with so much enjoyment as you are having at that moment? Will, will he enjoy, enjoy it just the same as you are at that moment? Or will he actually just stand up and say, you know what, I'm, I'm not interested in this. And the thing is, is we, have to, we have to ask ourselves these questions because if we never ask ourselves these questions, it's a hard question. And I mean, it's hard to get rid of these things, I know. It's not easy. I mean, me and my wife went through um, something similar recently, you know, where we got stuck into this uh, series. And at some point, I got to a point where, like, you know, I can't watch this anymore. It's like something just clicked inside of me. And, and I'm, I'm sure it was the Holy Spirit telling me, you know what, stop it. Stop watching this. And it wasn't even, there wasn't even sex scenes or blasphemy. Well, there's one episode they had, and that's when I actually started thinking, you know what, this is not right. So, the thing is, is it's not always easy, because some, you are so intrigued in the story, you're so intrigued in the series or whatever, you're following it with such diligence, and then one day you just need to give it up. It's difficult. But the thing is, is if we never start with something, we never have to give that thing up. Right. So, if we start to stop today, we don't have to give up. A lot of things in the future we will be free okay and that's the thing is, is we need to ask ourselves these questions because if we want to be found holy before God I mean God says you know we need to walk in righteousness and in holiness in front of him right so if we want to do that we need to start ask us start to ask ourselves these questions we need to start looking at ourselves and say you know what maybe there's something that I need to change maybe you know there's something God is not happy with in my life and the thing is, is that's that's part of the process of accepting God as Lord over you look you can decide what to do you can decide whether you want to watch those movies or not you can you can decide to do whatever you want it's your choice it's completely up to you I mean God gave us free choice and he's so he's such a um, holy God and he's such a righteous God that he will never force his will on us which is awesome you know it just shows you the type of God that we have, you know, he's, he's so he's actually so beautiful in so many ways. It's like, he's so amazing. But um, if we, it's part of the process of accepting him as Lord, right, over our life. So the day that we start to say, you know what, God, I want to follow your ways. These things are going to be opened up to you. God is going to tell you, listen, that's wrong. I don't like that. Get that out of your life. You know, it's not he's, he's not enforcing his will over you. He's actually telling you, he's convicting you of the truth. Because he knows the truth. He knows what is right and wrong. He can tell you today everything that is right and wrong in your life. He can tell you, right? Because his God is all known, right? And he's all good. So we know that everything that comes from him is good. And we know his instructions are good, right? So if he tells you that the Game of Thrones is bad, will he give it up? If he tells you some other series or other movies that you like to watch is bad, will he also give it up? As the thing is, is we need to start doing this. We need to start showing God that we really want Him in our lives. And the thing is, is you can decide not to. You know, you can decide. You know what? I don't care. I'm watching this. It doesn't have an effect on me and whatever. 
and then you can maybe deal with it in the future because at some point you're going to deal with it whether it's by your thought process whether it's with your children you at some point you're going to start dealing with it you are and um, unfortunately whoever wins there is going to determine who you are at the end of the day and not just who you are but i mean it can really drag you to hell i mean I'm not saying that watching Game of Thrones can, uh, will take you to hell, but it can. I mean, your your thought process can change in such a way that you become disobedient against God and that you don't want to listen to God anymore. I mean, those those type of um, thought processes can 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 drag you to hell because at the end of the day, it's not that thing that that takes you to hell. It's it's your decisions, right? It's your decisions that decide whether you're going to go to heaven or to hell it's your decisions and the thing is is if you're a christian it shouldn't really be a debatable thing it shouldn't be an argument in the first place you should see evil for what it is and that's unfortunately the thing there are so many christians that don't see evil for what it is they they see evil as good and good as evil they it's like twisted We've all got to this um, conclusion, you know, it's just media, it's just a movie, it's just a song, but who's the devil, right? Is he the, is he the deceiver or is or does he talk truth, right? Will the devil come out to you with his horns, you know, red skin like we normally see him in the cartoons with that pointy tail and the fork in his hand and tell you, I'm the devil, I want your soul, will you follow me? Is he going to do that or is he going to come in something seductive like an apple? like he did with Eve. He's going to come in something seductive, you know, something that you really want to do, something that you really want. He's going to come in that form. He's going to come as a deceiver because that's what he is. He is a wolf in sheep clothing. That's what he is. And we need to start seeing the enemy for who he is. We need to start seeing the wolf in the sheep clothing. We can't just allow these things in our lives. I mean, we want God to follow life, right? We want God to bless us. We want God to take us into heaven one day, right? But we don't want to. We don't want to live his way. No, we want to live our way, right? We want to watch the movies if we want to watch. We want to drink if we want to drink. We want to, you know, we just want to do, right? And God must just accept that. What if, what if one day you go and stand in front of God and God says to you, "Well, you're going to hell," and you're like, "But no, God, but this and this and this," and He says, "Well, you just have to accept that." Isn't that basically the answer you've been giving Him? Uh, and I know I'm, I sound like someone that's preaching at the moment, but I get really upset about this. I really get frustrated with with Christians saying that they are Christians, but nothing in their lives show that they are true Christians. Nothing in their lives shows that they are willing to sacrifice anything. Nothing in their lives shows that they are willing to walk the path. I mean, the path is narrow. It is full of little decisions, right, that you have to make, and you have to make the right ones every time it doesn't mean that you're not going to slip it doesn't mean that you're not going to stumble that's why grace is there god will forgive us but remember if you are a lover of this world you are an enemy of god it's in the scripture if you don't believe me go read it it's in the scripture god says if you love the world you are an enemy of me all right I mean, look what happened to the israelites in um, in the desert snakes started attacking them they were they were bitten by snakes and people were dying because sin is always an enemy of God, always. And God will fight it. God will prevail over that sin. God hates sin, bottom line. Now you watching movies or 
seriouses with sexual scenes, with blasphemy, witchcrafting, and what, what what's what's going to happen? Do you think your house is going to be blessed, or do you think your house is going to be cursed? I mean, so many people struggle with addiction. So many people struggle with um, demonic thoughts, or people struggle with um, finances. People struggle with illnesses and sicknesses. Why? Look at how their lives are. Look at what they're doing. Are they obeying God or are they disobeying God? God says, if you obey me, if you turn back to me, I will heal you and your land. I will, I will make you a prosperous nation. That's what God wants for us. But how can he bless something that is cursed? He can't. You can't ever bless something that is cursed. If he cursed fornication, in no way he can ever bless it. In no way. That's why so many marriages fall apart. I mean, there's fornication. People are practicing divorce while they are courting. People are, we are going out with one another and it's like this whole mess and it's this string of relationships that we go through before we find the one because, hey, we need to find the one. And then there's this um, saying that you need to test drive um, a car before you buy it, right? Okay, so now it becomes fornication and then okay at the end of the day no it's not it's not working i thought i I thought i was gonna marry her but you know something changed we you know it we just grew apart so yeah you know and then we go to the next one ah no she's she's the one she's the one i'm gonna marry and then you know you have relations of relations with that woman and then what that doesn't work and so we just carry on i mean is that holy is that right and then then we eventually get married but now we've We've broken up so many times that it's kind of normal to us to do that, right? To just break up when it's not working or when the going gets tough, you know? And then we marry, we're like, oh, well, you know, it's not really much difference. I can just sign, I break the contract, we get divorced and we carry on. And that's basically what's happening. So we need to stand up and stand more firm because it's not going to get easier. It's going to get more difficult. But unfortunately, so many people are sick of having or sick of doing the difficult thing that they just give in because it's easier just to give in than it is it's easier to give in to sin it's easier to go to hell but the price that you pay there is definitely not worth it and that's the choice that you have to make and the thing is is at the end of the day i can't make the decision for you i can't um and i don't want to the thing is is i don't want to force my ideologies on you um, I would rather have you, if you if you um, if you don't really agree with this, I would rather have you pray about this. You know, let God show you and let the Holy Spirit guide you. But I know it's we are in a time where where we as Christians need to stand up and we need to rise. We need to rise to the occasion because it's not going to get easier. It's going to get more difficult, especially if you have children. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be difficult because I mean your children are going to come to you and say. Mommy and Daddy, why can't we watch the Avengers? You know, why can't we do that? Why? They're going to ask those questions. And if you are not firm in your foundation of God, you won't have the answers and you won't be able to guide them with, a, with the, the hand of God, so to speak. You know, we, we, have to, um, we have to be diligent in our serving for Christ. We have to be in a clear mind, an absolute clear mind as to what we are doing and why we are doing if I just give up stuff and I can't really give you an answer as to why I'm doing it, then I'm going to be deceived easily. Then I'm going to give in to it. But if I understand what I'm doing and if I understand why I'm not giving in, why I am sacrificing certain things, I build a foundation. And it's like Jesus said, you know, a fool builds his house on sand. And when the storm comes, the house gets washed away. But a 
wise man builds his house on a rock, and when the storm comes, his house will still stand. And that's the thing, will Jesus find you still standing, or will he find you washed away? So I pray with you that God will convict you of any movies or any series that you um, maybe um, that you don't want to that you don't want to stop watching. I pray that God will help you and that God that will that God will give you conviction, that He will help you to get rid of it out of your life and to see the devil for what he is. You know, see the the wolf in the sheep clothing. See him. And understand that we have this enemy and we need to fight him every day. You know, we, we see battles as, um, as movies, you know, where you go out in war with guns blazing and everything. And if it's not that, then it's not a battle. But the thing is, is the Bible makes it very clear. Our, our war is with the spiritual. Our war is not with the physical. It's not with people. Our war is in the spiritual. Alright, so our war, our war is invisible, okay? The war that we are fighting is invisible. People don't see that. They don't see the war that we are fighting. But when we prevail, when we are victorious, people see the difference in us. People will ask you, have you seen the new episode of Game of Thrones? And you're like, no, no, I don't watch it anymore. It's like, why not? It's like, no, it's wrong. You know, it's fornication and it's witchcraft. It's like, seriously? Oh man, you suck. You know, that's probably the answer you're going to get. So get used to it. But already they will know something is different. I mean, this guy is like, what? He doesn't watch Game of Thrones, you know? It's like, hey buddy, let's go out for a beer. No, I don't drink. Huh? You see, and that's that's the thing. This is we become different. And then the day when those people come to realize what is wrong in their lives, you will probably be the person that they will find first. And then you can witness to them about Christ. And that's the beauty of being the light for the world. This is a light only gets switched on when it's completely dark. And that's how we are. People only really use us when it's completely dark around them, when they don't have the answers anymore. And we don't have the answers either, but we have Jesus. And because of him, we are led with wisdom and understanding. And that's why we can see the enemy for what he is and we can see the world for where it's heading and for what it's trying to do how it's trying to manipulate the minds of everyone and i mean if just take this in consideration television you know tell a vision it's kind of funny and nothing is just coincidence especially with the enemy everything is there for a reason just like god works so it's just the thought i'm leaving you with so i pray with you that god will guide you give you wisdom give you conviction of anything that you need to get rid of now pray in the name of jesus that he will set you free of all these addictions because tv watching can become an addiction i know i was there and I, I struggled a lot to stop watching movies and um tv I, I struggled a lot especially with commercial movies i used to love the avengers and batman and superman and all those type of things but i decided you know what i can't do this anymore jesus convicted me of the truth he showed me what they represent and I decided that's it, I can't, I can't do that anymore. So now movies that I watch is biblical movies or Christian movies and that's it. I stay away from everything else that I feel or think is bad because the Holy Spirit is guiding me. He's showing me each and every day. He's showing me the small things in any movie or uh, series. I will pick up on small things and I will realize, hey, this is wrong. 
And um, so, yeah, I pray that God will give you the same wisdom and the same guidance that you can overcome this world and that you can stand up for Christ because this is the time that we need more Christians to stand up for Christ, not people laying down and taking it easy. We need people to stand up because the storm is coming. And I pray with you in Jesus' name that He will protect you and that He will guide you and set you free of all addictions and this whole world. In the name of Jesus. And thank you for watching. And I'll see you again next time. Cheers.